The Tarverian Podcast is a production of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Please check out more of our shows at www.probablywork.com. Rejoice ye one and all, as the dragon has returned, the season two of the Tarviran podcast. Please join Rich Arbara, Rob Alfor, Bill Coulfrain, as they take on the epic fantasy series of the Wheel of Time. This season is dedicated to the Great Hunt, so join us as we go on a mystical adventure following the travels of the Great Horn of Valair in this season of the Tarvira Podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Tarviran Podcast. I am so, 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 I could squeeze in a few more so's, I think. So sorry, everybody, for the, uh, for the unexpected <laughs> hiatus that suddenly occurred. Um, apparently, uh, myself, Rob and Rich are really, really shit at organising our lives. <laughs> I think that's well, the only way of explaining hey. it. Um, <laughs> yep, so, hello, welcome back. Uh, I'm Bill. Uh, I am your lovely, gorgeous British host, or, you know, uh, a, an original descendant of Randland. <laughs> and I am Rob Al Lennon in the Discord, or uh, as Bill likes to call me, Mother. Yep. In this, the Discord. This is Mother, but he's of a sea shant origin. <laughs> mother. <laughs> mother. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> I'd like to think that in the future, as people are listening to this, there was no hiatus. No, this just so the next episode. <laughs> people hated 2020 so much. That they just like took three months at a calendar and just said it never happened. And I think we went from April straight to September. I, I don't know. That it, it's impossible, right? It is impossible. But yeah, just uh, yeah, I'm just so so sorry, everybody. Just my my work schedule just absolutely exploded, and I've barely had like five minutes to think outside of work. To be honest with you, and I know it's been the same for you, Rob, because you recently started yeah, a new I transitioned job, to yeah. a new job. Yep, yep, and. So congratulations, by the way. I can't remember if we said that last oh, thank time. Thank you. It was so long thank ago. you. Of course. Yeah, it's been like a yeah. month. It's been like over a month. But, uh, sorry to all the listeners for the sudden gap. You know, everyone waiting <laughs> to read the next chapter. <laughs> oh, waiting to hear. Rand's been running around the castle of Faldara for, for, for the last five months he, now. And people want to know has, what's, he, what's, he, what's happening. He's got legs like tree trunks now. <laughs> Leg day. Every day for that boy. Yeah, up and down those castle keeps, you know, fighting with Lamb, you know, trying to find an exit. <laughs> <laughs> Getting tackled by Egg Wayne. Yeah. It's like, I'll have you, boy. <laughs> no, Egg Wayne, leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> then they do the Randland version of Silence of the Lands, where they go down the dungeons and they meet the psychopath at the end of the hallway. Mm. Hello, Rand. I'd like to eat your liver with a nice Chianti. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Mm, the finest Chianti that Aldor, uh, Aldor? <laughs> Andor produces. Al- Who's Aldor? Or is Al- that Al Gore? Aldor. Al- <laughs> the finest Chianti that Aldor produces. <laughs> McFilfior! <laughs> oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Keep is he, talking. Is he still in a position of power? <laughs> I forget. <laughs> or is he just like, has he, got, has he gone full eco-warrior now? Who? Al Gore. 
Al Gore, oh the vice God. president of the United States of America? Yeah. Come on, man. I'm the inventor you. of the internet? Yes, That exactly. was another thing he... Ugh. <laughs> 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 God, uh, I love. I, I see. I'm quite. I'm quite the environmentalist myself. So I do. I do respect a lot of the work that Al Gore's done over. He, he was. Yeah. But, no, no. I, I'm not getting too political, but I was not. I was not anti Al Gore. He was. He was a good man. He did a lot of good stuff. He liked to claim he did a lot of stuff, but he did some good stuff. Well, yeah. But I mean, before before you know COVID and the lockdown, me and my wife were doing a really good job of going down like the uh, not not completely plastic free, but you know, trying to get rid of our like single use plastic and all that to try and do our bit for the environment and you know do our bit for our little girls growing up in this modern world uh but yeah yes. you know covid hit and it's just like oh great now i have to order all my shopping online <laughs> it comes it comes in like 50 yeah. plastic bags which otherwise i'd use my reusable bags for so you know i've got <laughs> well, you slowly getting this huge collection of tesco's bags <laughs> oh god yeah we got for me it's food line <laughs> uh but yeah it's just uh yeah crazy off world now isn't it it's just like, it is I mean, trying to find the new normal, my, my son, uh, you, you, your girls are still, how old is your oldest? Three? Uh, eldest is free, yeah. So they, yeah, okay, they, so you don't have to no worry. My on. son, my youngest is starting his first day of high school Ooh. tomorrow from a Chromebook. So <laughs> it's bad enough. It, I remember as a teenager having to transition into high school. That was awkward and weird enough for me. Now my son has to sit at his desk in his room with a Chromebook on Microsoft uh, having a Zoom meeting with 20 other kids trying to transition into high school see, on a Chromebook. See, if Ugh. that would have been a movie two years ago, I would have been like, nah, that's got to be like 50 years in the future <laughs> before kids start working, <laughs> before before kids start working from home. But yeah. Oh my God, I know. But no, that's, um, that's all changing over here. All the schools have opened up. You know, our COVID yeah, my, rates are going my, through the roof again. Surprise, surprise, because we've opened up all the well, schools. <laughs> yeah, my, my, my son's school district, thankfully, has decided to have the first um, marking period at least uh, remote. And they'll reassess, you know, sometime in November. Oh, that's but, good. Yeah, at least that they, they took the time to try and figure out a plan. And they said, well, we don't know the whole year, but for right now, we're doing this. Come get a, come get a Chromebook and your textbooks and we'll see you online. I just pray that someone somewhere has a plan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who it uh, is. Don't don't get me don't get me don't get me getting political on you. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I can I tell know. you who doesn't have a plan, and well. <laughs> I can tell you who doesn't have a plan on my side either. Uh, <laughs> well, he, ha- I, he has a plan. I've just got no idea what it is. It just seems bonkers. <laughs> the plan is Brexit. What? <laughs> oh, that that yeah. was that was hilarious. Like, I, I'm I'm not going to go you know left or right or anything with political views, but you know, I just I just found it hilarious how suddenly like um covid rates in england have been like really really low for like almost like a month and a half or something and then mm. suddenly talk of brexit started again and then like a week later oh covid rates are going back through the roof <laughs> like, i think people hear the word brexit it's like right okay i'm gonna go out and lick people <laughs> oh i'd rather have covid and listen to more talk about brexit <laughs> the, 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 the uk covid challenge is talk about brexit yeah well no the covid challenge was we haven't talked about brexit but now that we are so maybe it's related maybe the more you talk about re- brexit the more likely you are to get covid there you go people oh. we've cracked it we have cracked the conspiracy God. <laughs> it's all it's all brexit related oh so everybody stop talking about brexit and the virus will go away you know you know basically what it boils down to the dark ones touches everywhere yes he is touching me a lot <laughs> and i don't like it oh i actually quite like it <laughs> show Bill can you show us on the doll where the dark one touched you 
Uh, yes, can I just have the ball gag to make it uh, more authentic? <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't figured it out, we are a Wheel of Time podcast. Are we? Uh, <laughs> what the hell is the Wheel of Time? <laughs> Sometimes we actually might actually stumble upon uh, Wheel of Time related material. No, never. <laughs> in, our, in, our, in our political rantings and ratings. And we swear to God, if this is your first time listening, we are so sorry. Not for not because we are not a political podcast. Although if it is your first it's time just, listening, you've chosen like four chapters into the second book. Which seems like an odd episode. <laughs> but hey, you know, each his own. I'll give you your props. Don't don't go listen to the the wood one <laughs> in the first season. <laughs> was it leaving the Westwood or whatever it was? God, that absolutely boring. <laughs> Sorry. I for God's sakes, people, don't go looking for Bill's wood. <laughs> or do <laughs> you can find it on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> not that patreon oh no oh, oh, what, what's the thing wrong link what's, what's that? Oh, I, everyone keeps joking about it i forget what it's called is it like the the me the me me channel or something i forget oh, i forget what it's called yeah it's like, it's like a new version of patreon like, where people just put pictures of their feet up or something oh god <laughs> well feet's better than where you told them to go to about 30 seconds ago yeah, i keep wanting to say log me in but that's something else <laughs> All right, now welcome to the dark web version of uh, the Taviran. Only fans. Where Bill sends you down. Fans, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to check my Slack channel with Scott because I, I remember he mentioned it yesterday. <laughs> so apparently now we're advertising uh, Bill's feet on, yeah, but only on OnlyFans. Okay. <laughs> if you are, if you are fans of Bill, am I, am I, my nice hairy Hobbit feet? <laughs> Hobbit? What's a what's a Hobbit? A Hobbit? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, is there a Hobbit in the Wheel of Time? Or, um, no, no, sorry, I'm thinking Loyal? that's Game of Thrones. Um, <laughs> Loyal, Loyal's like the, the, the giant anti-Hobbit. Hobbit. He's a giant Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's the BFG in Hobbit stories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Alright, I'm completely losing the plot now. What were we? Uh, we're a Wheel of Time podcast. <laughs> I think, have we said that? <laughs> Yeah, in between, you know, in between uh, COVID, we... Al Gore, your feet, and BFG. Yes, and we, we... the wheel always, you know, the wheel turns and always comes back to the fact that we are a Wheel of Time podcast. Um... <laughs> yes, and I we think, are. I think we've definitely gone through our introductions now. <laughs> yes, we're now on to step two of our outline. Oh, iTunes reviews. Uh, oh, my favorite uh-huh. bit. So we get to read all the lovely fan feedback that we've had while we've not bothered releasing episodes for over a month. Yeah, we... <laughs> We actually gave everybody a, a long, a long pause in order to set us up with interviews. And sadly, let's sadly let me nobody, see. You... No one really has left us a review. Not no, since um, don't say that. Not since our good friend left us our last review. Tannis. Tannis. I'm sure Tannis has left a review before as well. I think he found another platform to leave it on. That that that, that works because <laughs> now we have to. Yeah. Go into the, to the dark room, open up the door, and cue and cue uh, Bill Danzig. Bill Zig. And tell him he tell him he's on. It's time for. <laughs> Tell your water not to hear my words, what they mean, what they say, more Mother, you can keep them in the dark light. You can hide them from the waiting world. Oh, Moray! 
Gonna take the daughter out tonight. Gonna show her around land. Oh, water. Not about to see the light. But if you wanna find hell with me, I can show you what that is like. Not about to see the light. If you wanna find hell with me, I can show Shaitan what it's like. Morning, tell your warden not to hold my hand. Tell your warden not to understand. Oh, Moray, father of lies, do you wanna bang heads with me? Do you wanna feel everything? Not about to see your light If you wanna find hell with me I'll show you what you and like Till you're bleeding Not about to see the light And if you wanna find hell with me I can show you what you not about to see the line, but if you want to find hell with me, I can show Shaitan a fight till he's bleeding. Not about to see the line. And if you want to find her with me, I can show you what it's like. Leave us a review. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes! I feel the dark ones touch all over me. That now. long <laughs> wait for everybody to come back, <laughs> and they have to hear that. I know, I know. You poor. Old why guy. people? Why do you make Bill do these things? Why do you? Why? <laughs> <laughs> no, no more. If I'm gonna have to start, I'll have to start. Uh, Calling some of Rich's Russian uh, Twitter bots that have them start posting reviews just to avoid this. <laughs> oh, oh my not God. those Twitter bots. <laughs> uh, so, Bill, tell us, in the Wheel of Time news world, has any news been put forward yet regarding the, um, the, the filming? Has filming uh, reestablished or been set up yet, or are they still kind of in quarantine land? So it looks like things are beginning to move, to be honest with you. Uh, okay. They mentioned that uh, Sophie um, Okonedo and Kay Alexander had been cast in the upcoming show. Um, and yeah, uh, Sophie had actually, she's received an uh, Academy Award recently, I think, if I remember right. Mm. And um, they did also, uh, four days ago, um, they revealed a first look at the two rivers. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they gave they actually gave us some details on the two rivers, uh, which oh, is cool. going to be obviously quite pivotal 
<laughs> pivotable. Now, those two women who were cast, do they, did they announce which roles they are, or is that left to speculation? Uh, probably left to speculation. I, I assume we'll just get okay. loads and loads of women cast, because they'll have lots of Ace and I at some point. <laughs> That's um, true. Because, yeah, I think... Um, didn't I see something like the first book is going to be like seven episodes or something? Or I, or I just made that up in my head. The first season? Yeah, the first season is only going to be like... I thought, it was, I thought it was eight, but I mean, that could be... Yeah, yeah, it might, you know... might have been eight, but I was just like... I remember thinking, oh, wow, that's that's fairly short. But then if you think of, like, you know, generally to make a good TV show, you need, you know, something in the beginning to sort of interest you. Then you need the long exposition mm-hmm. in the middle. A hook. Yeah, you need the hook. Then you need the exposition in the middle. Then you need something dramatic happening at the end. That's kind of going to be your bread and butter. So if you kind of think yeah. of, like, the big dramatic moments that kind of happen in the wheel in like the first book that kind of makes sense but i was also a bit disappointed mm-hmm. i really want this to be like 400 4, episodes long i know that's how, <laughs> how everybody probably listens to this podcast is uh, it's like why can't you know the great hunt alone or i mean um the, the eye of the world alone that that could be like three seasons right <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> but yeah I'm, I, I am excited for it though I'm excited to see what Rafe pulls out of the bag for the Wheel of Time stuff um, yes otherwise though the Wheel of Time community on Discord now I don't know if you've noticed this Rob because I know I know you've been taking a bit of a uh, hiatus from uh, social media mm. um, yes and uh, to be honest with you I haven't been taking a hiatus I just can't keep up with stuff <laughs> but my god <laughs> the Discord communities for not ours ours is like dead as a door now um, uh, <laughs> dead as the dodo besides from one we have we have one reoccurring poster, uh, a, one, a Discord server uh, <laughs> Hi, member, Joe. and he's actually, actually, yeah. Hi, Joe. <laughs> it was actually, ironically, the the um, inspiration behind at least me and probably you as well, and Rich to to become podcasters. Yes. But yeah, Joe is definitely the man who, um, well, him him and Caleb, uh, they do yes. a show about um, Final Fantasy called uh, Ultimate Final Fantasy, which is still going, by the way. Shockingly, yes. <laughs> they, they occasionally release episodes. More, probably more frequently than us at the moment but uh yeah hi joe uh yeah joe's joe's a great guy and uh yeah he's been i didn't even realize he was listening i thought he was just like listening to the neither. first few episodes and tuned out but he actually listened to everything <laughs> and um, yeah yeah as most people do yeah he seems to like us so yeah thanks joe that's 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 yeah, uh, thank you very much for the shout out joe yeah, and i like the fact and that guys, is, is, <laughs> and yes as god knows i've listened his to podcast. every single podcast episode you've put out and that's got to be into the thousands now apart from godzilla podcast, yes I'm not into Kaiju. and he's a and he's a movie director as well he is um yes know. he's got the 13th cross which i believe is 13th doing. cross yes go go check it out that's that's joseph de Gaulier productions uh 13th cross that's his baby um you know for for what it's worth give him a shout out and if you guys haven't checked it out i recommend it very much yeah definitely i'm pretty sure that had its uh first preview recently mm-hmm yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't remember. I'm, sure, I'm sure I saw that somewhere. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. I, I wasn't prepared. <laughs> right. I wasn't prepared to plug your stuff so much. <laughs> but here we Me go. Me neither. But that's why. That's why I'm just kind of giving the highlights. Yeah, there we go. So he's got the Godzilla podcast. Uh, he used to be on Nude Clan. He's also on the Ultimate Final Fantasy. And yes, he's a director who's got a film called The Thirteenth Cross, which I'm pretty sure has just done its first live preview somewhere, <laughs> somewhere, somewhere in this COVID, land of COVID and the apocalypse. <laughs> it was. Uh, I think it was. Well, in. in Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was some a, a Utah film festival that where it got the the the, the premiere. I guess, but you know, it's would, a labor. It was a labor of love of his, and you know, I was kind of assuming great on him for. Yeah, I was assuming it was Utah, but <laughs> well, you know, that makes sense considering his, where he lives. His original podcast, uh, the Ultimate Final Fantasy, I think that's now six years old, and you know, not to wax too romantic about it, but we we listened to Joe kind of 
grow up uh, through the podcast. And it's very good to see some where he started to where he is now. So, you know, good on you, mate. Yeah, good on you following your dreams as well. You know, exactly. You're, you're an inspiration to uh, us podcasters with jobs. <laughs> and if you like this podcast, you can thank Joseph DeGolier. He's he's one of our inspirations behind it. Okay, so yeah, so uh, wheel of time, no, right? Yeah, because yeah, I was, I was talking about the Twitter stuff. So there's basically about ten different Twitter group, uh, uh, Discord groups that seem to have popped up for creators of wheel of time content. So you know, there's stuff that wow. only us we're privileged to. Uh, but also, there's some fan yeah. stuff, and there's loads of like weekly quizzes. And I really, I really yeah, want no. to jump on them, but they're at like one o'clock. I do like too. One o'clock in the morning, my time. But um, yeah, but D, who's been organising all that stuff, has been absolutely fantastic. And yeah, I've just ended up on like twenty Discord servers, and I've got no idea which one I'm ever <laughs> supposed to be looking at at any one time. But there's like there's the Wheel of Time Trivia and Games server. There's um, yep. uh, there's uh, there's loads as well because I've been following. I've ended up just go. I, I I assume they were community ones, and I realised they were actually other people, like the Badger Reborn podcast, uh, not podcast, Badger Reborn YouTube series. Uh, there's a Wheel of Time Fan Canada. There's the link. Uh, yeah, it's just unbelievable how much just over the course of like two months all this just stuff just exploded and there's just so many people chatting everywhere i could barely keep it's going to be one of those things that when the series does come out and new fans from the tv show start to do a deep dive they're going to be like holy shit where's all this stuff <laughs> coming from <laughs> what are these crazy people talking about i thought this was a tv show but yeah but what is all this <laughs> but if you are interested in any of that stuff especially stuff like the um uh like the uh, the discord and the uh, the quizzes if you join our discord and uh if you um you know just say hey where's all this discord stuff i'll put you in touch with uh, uh, someone on our discord called dt who can link you up to it d e e dash t e e but yeah uh, that's the person i keep thinking it's a she i've got no idea what their gender is <laughs> i shouldn't be so gender Uh-oh, specific you're not i know you're, um, you're are you gender assuming yeah, i am gen- I, I might be gender assuming but yeah you know i can literally see her name uh it, it's because it's because i had a very good friend growing up who i went to school with lived around the corner from me i haven't seen her for years but her name was d <laughs> you know i have a female Denise, my wife but, you know, has a female friend named d as well yeah, so, so i saw d t you know it could mean anything really in, in the grand scheme of things but because i see that i automatically just think of a woman which is very very genderist of me so i do apologize <laughs> d whatever you are <laughs> you could actually d might be a badger so uh so if you want to if you want to look up with the badger um not but not the badger reborn that's a guy on youtube (laughs) i'm learning things people i'm learning uh but yeah so join our discord and then we'll hook you up (laughs) you know we could be your gateway discord into the other discord drugs (laughs) sounds so wrong (laughs) oh but so so right anyway let's uh oh god yeah i've got so sidelined Did someone tell me not to go? I love town? letting you go because sooner or later your foot does enter your mouth. I love it. So before we get into today's chapter, which is uh, Summoned, Chapter 4 from The Great Hunt, we'll just have a quick word from our 25 sponsors. <laughs> only joke. <laughs> We've only got one sponsor. No, two. We're, uh, Anchor and Spotify. So uh, yeah, we want to keep our sponsors happy, people, you know, because otherwise, uh, yeah, Spotify uh, will put that hit out on re- Too young for this trek. The final frontier. These are the voyages of... MC. Troy. And Eric. Their mission to introduce Tyler to strange new episodes. To seek out the best and worst media in the Star Trek franchise. 
to boldly go where several podcasts have probably gone before. <laughs> Rob, sorry, I'm still I'm here. Sorry. <laughs> I heard, I heard, so I heard like a trailing laughter, and I thought you just like falling. Oh, that was me, but I thought you were pausing for the break in the. No, no, no! I'd already done that. I was pausing for dramatic <laughs> effect. <laughs> so, because I, I was thinking, twenty-five sponsors. Yeah, we're, we 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 really need to catch up uh, <clears throat> after our our hiatus. That's a, that's a long pause. <laughs> got a long, got a long, long, a long, a long, uh, <laughs> a long. Ad- I'm a, not dead yet. A long advert for podcasters assemble. Oh man, I'm loving the bond. I'm loving the bond on podcasters assemble at the moment. Uh, if you listen, if you listen to the Goldeneye episode that we did last week, absolutely brilliant. I sung, okay. I sung the entirety of uh, Goldeneye uh, karaoke style. It was it, okay. It was I'm, genius. I'm, I'm going to have to listen to that one. <laughs> you did? Did you do it as Bill Zig? Uh, no, I did it as Tina Zig. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, but yeah, if you if you want to listen to some people talk about uh, Goldeneye, <laughs> you know, go go to you know our website at www.probablywork.com and check out Podcasters Assemble. Uh, yeah, the Goldeneye episode is great. Uh, I, I've had so much fun with that. Timothy Dalton, by the way, is my favorite Bond. You know, uh, it's very controversial, yeah. but yeah, a lot a lot of the guys as well who have been going through all of them, uh, when they've got to the Timothy Dalton ones, they were like, "Oh man, these are actually really good." <laughs> Everyone just seems to have written him off, but then when people watch the film, they're like. Yeah, those, those were two solid, solid films. Anyway, uh, let's not talk about Bond. We're here to talk about Summoned. Summoned. Who's summoning who? I summon you. I summon you. Actually, Ifrit. What? Ifrit. <laughs> Bahamut. Uh, wait, hang on. This isn't my Final Fantasy podcast because I don't have one yet. Final Fantasy crossover <laughs> Wheel of Time. So let's let's start. Rand, let's start. Rand Althor, Noctis Calum, who knows? <laughs> let's start from the beginning. Uh, no, fuck, fuck Final Fantasy 15. Uh, so... Um, <laughs> So, actually, speaking of which, we get a switch of viewpoints. That's what I'm saying. Instead of calling this this uh, chapter summoned, they could have called it um, Gossip Girls. Gossip Girls. Gossip Girls featuring Moraine. Duh, duh, well, fuck, I forgot my last name. Damadred. Damadred. Or you going to say of the Blue Sedai. <laughs> yeah, I was going to call her Dam, uh, Damandred, who's, I think, one of the... I was going to call her Damn It. Damn It. <laughs> Moraine, Damn It. Yeah, so we actually switched to Moraine's viewpoint, and I think that's—is that the first time we've had Moraine's viewpoint? No, she made a very, very, very brief. quick yes. at the end of the first book. Yes, that's right. Yep, uh, I forgot about but that. But she gets the whole chapter to herself. Yeah, well, she's she's stroking that flag, isn't she? Going, oh, the dragon reborn. <laughs> Come, yeah, my, yeah, my she, boy, dragons reborn. credits. <laughs> I, mean, I can see that. I can see that scene as as a epilogue. Yeah. You know. Post credit scene. I can see. I can. I can see uh, Rosamund Pike doing that. You know, full Gollum star. Precious is back. And yeah, she. Yeah. So we start off with Moraine, and in Moraine's head as well, and she's uh, she's fingering her blue shawl. I'm. I'm yeah. Uh, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> I, I was. Re- I was really impressed with um, the detail. Of what, uh, how they described her blue shawl as well, and how it's got all this like mm-hmm. innate embroidery on it, and also I was very <laughs> like, why are you carrying that around with you? <laughs> like one person looks in your bag who you don't want looking in your bag, and you are you are outed, love, as a Aesodi. Yeah, <laughs> like that's true, you know, but it's one one white. You gotta keep you gotta person. keep it with you. Who knows when mother may be calling? Mother never calls. <laughs> that's the whole point. <laughs> she was like, I kept this with me just in case. 
Just in case of what? <laughs> you needed to, like, burn it? <laughs> it's like, why are you carrying it's like, it? Yeah, holding the smoking gun. I kind of get it, but, you know, she's supposed to, yeah, she's gone on this, like, huge quest, you know, to find mm-hmm. something that she didn't really know what it was that she was looking for. You know, I'm not going to give spoilers because we'll find out more about it when we get to the uh, the prequel book, New Spring. But, yeah, it's just like, yeah, she's gone on this big old quest and why? it just seems like a huge risk taking such a big marker that you are of the Aes Sedai, given what she well, was seeking out to do. Even kind of, kind of answers itself. If she has no idea where she where she will end up, yeah. having that is ticket to the sea of the queen. You know, wherever, whatever, or the king, wherever she is. Yeah. You know, if she walks up and says, "I need to speak with the king right now," you know, you know bugger off. Who are you? <laughs> All right, let me put the shawl on. Okay, now I need to see the king. Oh, oh yes, right away, ma'am. <laughs> Right away. Please don't set me on fire. Yes. <laughs> I'll be back. Please don't kill me. <laughs> Please don't torture me to death with your Aes Sedai weaving powers. <laughs> don't grow. Don't, don't, don't kill me. But yes. Sorry. But yeah, Moraine's kind of just sitting there, isn't he, going, oh God, why, why is the, uh, why has the Amarillin sheet, uh, the Amarillin sheet? <laughs> the Amarillin sheet. Yeah, made from the finest, <laughs> the finest, uh, Cetian cotton. Five months <laughs> off and you come up with Amarillin sheep. Oh no! I said sheet, like you know, bed sheets. Oh, I thought you said sheep as in as in <laughs> as a little boat piece. I I like amring sheep a lot better. <laughs> what do you have to, Marine? <laughs> Get back to work. I used to be a fisherman. Bar am you. <laughs> oh. Anyway, uh, callbacks to the nineties. Um, yeah, so she's wondering why the amling seat has arrived in person. Um, so yes. she's sort of you know she's preparing herself questioning it she starts talking about her little special blue thing on her head as well so a um, little jewel little yeah jewel, i mean we she's mentioned it before in passing mm-hmm. it's a it, i think she mentioned it the first angry elk right no it isn't that, 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 it's, no? it's no it is just it is just a blue shiny rock because i'm pretty sure uh back in the woods she uh mentions it to Egwene. Uh, because she's like this literally does nothing but i found it really useful to help me channel you know, just having something okay. to focus on, and so I think more like a conduit. Yeah, so that that is it. And um, so when she was growing up in the place that begins with a C, Kerhine. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, even if I was looking at the word in front of me, I'd struggle to pronounce it. So yeah, even when she was growing up in like you know Kerhine with um, you know playing the games of houses or whatever it is that they do, um, mm-hmm. and she was beginning to realise that she Moraine was beginning to realise that she could channel. She used this stone to sort of focus herself and use it to do with her power. So she actually has a few, as she describes it, a few little special tricks and tip and like, you know, a few little tricks she can do with this stone that nobody knows mm-hmm. that she can do. And it's pretty No one it's knows the cool. true true extent of her powers. Yes. She smoke not smoke and mirrors per se, but yeah. and she even, smoke and mirrors to show her potency. Yeah, you know, and compare you know even she says, like, you know, compared to the stuff like when we saw her setting a whole mountainside on fire <laughs> during the last book, yep. you know, yep. compared to that, she doesn't use the blue stone for those sorts of big, impressive things. But it's just like small little things that she can use it for, like eavesdropping and stuff like that. But yeah, she just oh, yeah, she just yeah. mentions about the little blue stone. It's and it's hanging on a little sort of headrest, so it's like against her forehead. Is that mm-hmm. is that right? I think that's so, how yeah. I always read it and imagine it. I imagine her that's having a like little ornate little thing going around her head, holding her hair up, with this little blue jewel just like, you know, cradled at the front. I was going to make a penis joke, yeah, but I kept away from it. 
no, no, please don't. Um, anyway, moving on, <clears throat> she she gets a knock on her door. Yep, and right is two Aesodai sisters enter the room. Yeah, uh, we have yeah, go. I was going to say we have Anaya of the blue, yes, and Leandrin of the red, yes. Two two very very different personalities, yes. So um, yeah, uh, and Anaya greets uh, Moraine like an old sister because they are of the same blue jar. Um, Correct. You know, like leaving a door ajar. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, uh, uh, Landrin of the Red uh, is very, very cold to Moraine. I think she even complains about uh, the fact that Moraine's got the room warded. Oh, that's right. She's like, why can't I sense anything? Yeah, it's like, why are you doing this? What, what, what are you, you hiding? hiding? She's like, well, I'm that's... hiding from everyone. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Fuck you, it's... Red ajar. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Why do you ask? You know, hmm? I didn't do it to specifically keep you out, but you know there are serving maids and all sorts around this castle, so I'm doing it to keep everyone out. Just being careful. And um, one, one good thing about about this chapter in general is we we get the first not cattiness, but we get the first senses of how the sisters yeah can be with each other because it's not all. Oh, good morning, sister. How fair thee. It's it's not no, all it's like, sunshine and butterflies. It's like medieval mean girls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Is that... And we'll find very, very soon that certain Ajas don't blend well with other Ajas. No, specifically the blue and the red. But also, we do get Correct. we do get some nice descriptions of all the Ajas coming up, I think. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, but basically, they come up to tell Moraine that she's actually been summoned. And so they all walk off hand in hand. <laughs> well, you know, uh, Moraine and Anaya do <laughs> go skipping off down the corridors, <laughs> and yeah, so they have a little catch up on the news, and they start talking about all the false dragons that have been popping up all over the place. Correct, correct. It says that uh, three more have popped up since they captured Logain. Yes, one in Saldea, one in uh, Mundari, or Mundari, Mundari. <laughs> And one in tier. <laughs> I can't even bother. I, I'm just going to say it wrong, whatever. Mirandi. Uh But yeah, but they're only really concerned about the one in Saldea because he can actually channel. <clears throat> and um, but Moraine's a bit like, mm, well, you know, because I think I think uh, um, Landrian goes, yeah, well, we caught, you know, we caught Logan, so we should be all right. And she's like, yeah, but some sisters died trying to catch Logan, and we can't afford sisters dying. And so this is kind of the first yeah. time we get a bit of a hint that actually. Uh, the Ace to Die are actually kind of struggling to recruit people. Or the numbers find, are yeah, dwindling. Numbers are dwindling. They're, they're struggling to find women, and especially women with any decent power levels. Uh, Correct. And it's, yeah. it's funny because in the first book, we, we we not alone get find out that there's two potential candidates to, to, to the White Tower, both with apparently strong powers. We get another false dragon. <clears throat> Quote, unquote, false dragon. So, you know, if all the news is about all these false dragons that pop up and, and numbers dwindling in the White Tower, you know, hmm. one book alone, Maureen's like, I've done all this. What have you done? Now, a quick spoiler check. So don't, we're not going to name names. Is the false dragon in Saldea, does he come back into the books later on? Is that? I mean, there's another, I mean, there's obviously another false dragon that is heavily prevalent. Yes. And I'm I forget where he, which which of the false dragons was that guy. Okay, let's have a quick pause for a second. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, people. <laughs> Had to do a quick check. There. No, Rich was not the false dragon. <sighs> Rich is a real dragon. He just 
He, yeah, no, he's an actual oh, dragon. Oh, crap, are we back? He's standing on a pot of gold. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, so... Lifting it. I, I was right, by the way, people. So, for people who have read, who've read ahead. <laughs> yes, the guy we were thinking about is... Is the guy, from, is, is the guy who they mentioned Saldea. as the, uh, the false dragon from Saldea. So, he will come into the books later on. But this is, I think that's kind of the only talk they have of him, really. It's like, yeah, there's a guy there he can actually channel. Um, but as they continue to walk, um, you know... There's lots of serving girls and they're all sort of um, bowing and everything to them. And Moraine's actually quite... Um, she's watching... Uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Anaya. And Anaya's very friendly towards everyone and sort of gives a little mm-hmm. nod and accepts like the grace that's being bestowed upon her. Whereas uh, Landrin's just being a bit of a dick. Oh, Landrin. Yeah, yeah. That's, she's like, of course, of course you should say that to me. Like, that's, my that's, boots. I'm deserving of all these accolades, of course. <laughs> Lick my boots. Did they already meet, uh, Lady Amelisa yet? Uh, yes, this yeah, that, that was what I was getting to. So they run into Lady Amelie oh, okay. and she curtsies. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Moraine tells her to get up. <laughs> yeah, I know. And uh, well, yeah, but that's also the bit where Moraine notices uh, Egwene hurrying around. <laughs> well, one quick note about Amelisa is that uh, I think that uh, Moraine refers to her as sister. Oh, really? And she was like, "Oh my God, you you, you think how you think of me that how high a station to to give me that honorific to call me a sister." I think after they walked away, Leandra was like, really? You had to say that to her? <laughs> it's like, she's chilling channel. She's, she, don't don't call her sister. That's not fair. <laughs> and then you get more of the, oh. She's a stepsister. Leandra. Yeah. <laughs> she married Leandra, no, She's a winner. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and then we also see uh, Egwene hurrying around being a sneaky, sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> with some, with some quote unquote, serving man with her. Mm-hmm. With her. <laughs> Hmm, I wonder what he's ser- I wonder what he's serving on that dish. <laughs> um, but yes, um, no. But yeah, but when she eventually uh, when because yeah, it's a, it's unusual as well because kind of Moraine just tunes out of the conversation that's going on behind her, and um, uh, Landrin is actually accepting an invitation from uh, Amelisa for tea. Hmm. Mm. So, curiouser you know, and curiouser. What is, this, what is this lady of the red ajar up to? Eh? Um, yeah, because they don't normally make friends outside of their uh, their ajar. They're scheme, jam jars. scheming something. <laughs> They're a bunch of schemers. Yeah, and especially people who aren't Ace Sedai. So right. she must be scheming something. But yeah, anyway, eventually the uh, the talk turns to uh, Andor. And they start talking about uh, Queen Morgays, who apparently her throne isn't as secure as she believes, according to Landrin. But everyone else, but you know, everyone else is like, <laughs> "You've got no chance of ripping that away from her." <laughs> well, the the thing is that you know, if if the um, sorry, the unrest is rising in Camelon, mm-hmm. and the throne of Morgays is actually in jeopardy, the the news that um. Elida herself decided to run off and join Elaine and and her brothers as they make for Tarvalon, mm-hmm. leaving the queen by herself. Yes, uh, and now that, that leaves the wheels of Moraine's head spinning. Like, whoa, that's not good. Mm. Why is she doing that? Yeah, but she also mentions that um, it's a smart move of Morgay's because of the fact that um, Egwene. Uh, no, no. <laughs> God. Ugh. Just because the daughter heir is a such a powerful potential challenge, uh, oh, I can't speak anymore. Yes, she's so <laughs> she's p- potentially got a lot of potential 
to channel the one power, uh, like possibly more than anyone else alive. So uh, Morgaze, who also studied at Tarvalon, even though she didn't have the, well, she had like a very small, minute Very power, small amount, yes. Uh, but, you know, like pitiful. Like she wouldn't have had enough to actually become a full Ace Sedai in any way, shape or form. Correct. Um, and yeah, because the, the lady from the Red Jar says like Morgaze must be bitter about it. So she's forcing her daughter to go to Tarvalon. Whereas then Morgaze pipes up as like, actually, you know, she's re- she's got she was born with the spark. She's got a lot of potential. And Morgaze knows the risks of having so much potential and accidentally burning yourself out at a young age. So she would rather her daughter go to Tarvalon to be safe to be the next daughter heir, the next queen of Andor, rather than accidentally burn herself alive one day while, you know, eating her chips. <laughs> well, <laughs> I assume that's what I happens. think the, the question is why, if Aleda is going with with um, Elaine to Tarvalon, then the thought is, well, she wants to try to recruit her to the Red mm-hmm. and bolster the strength of the Red Aja overall. And that was one of those things where I was like, oh, God... So it's like in sports where they're in when you're trying to recruit the best players to your team. Yes. Right? So as a member of the Blue Aja, Moraine hearing that sorry, lots of names, Moraine hearing that Elida going with Elaine to Tarvalon to help try to recruit her to the red is one of those oh man, I would have liked to have that power. But, you know, it sucks that she goes to the other team. But then again, Egwene also knows that she has two potential, you know, High, high round, high draft picks in her pocket with Egwene and 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 Nynaeve. So yeah, she's, she's got yeah, she's got two grenades <laughs> ready to go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want your claws, <laughs> your boots, and your jar. <laughs> um, Do it. Uh, but yeah, Do it. <laughs> Do it now. Get to the chopper. Get uh, to the chopper. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. So. Uh, but yeah, they also talk about other news. <laughs> in other news, uh, yep, the uh, the great the great hunt of the horn has been called in Ilian, and many people believe that the last battle is on its way. Uh, apparently, the it sea sounds folk... like a big deal. This hunt of the horn, right? Yeah, um, <laughs> which uh, yeah, Moraine has a little giggle about. <laughs> She's like, "I've already found the horn." <laughs> That's I remember that when I first read that. I'm like, you just imagine, like, oh, you mean this? <laughs> not not to toot my own horn here, Landrin, <laughs> but, but I've already toot, found toot. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and yeah, then they mentioned the fact that the uh, the sea folk are also agitated and apparently looking for someone called the uh, Coromore, but no one Coromore. knows who that is or why they're looking for. Him. So we'll find Karkarn. Karkarn. Yep. Yeah. More more on these funny names later. <laughs> yep. They're not they're not too important now. Don't don't put too much emphasis on them. They'll they'll come later on. Uh, but you know, it's just. Again, it's typical Robert Jordan, fantastic foreshadowing of his mm. work. Um, uh, well, the Isle, the Isle are next uh, topic of conversation, right? Yeah, they appear to be stirring, which I don't know how they can tell that. Like, are they? Do they have eyes and ears over the other side of the uh, spine of the world? Like, well, that's that's another thing. Is that my note says that including how the Aes Sedai wish they could observe the Isle without conflict. Yes. Yeah. Oh, doesn't doesn't she say something like, "God, if I could just get one sister." From the AR. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. no no Isle people ever become a Sedai. And uh, yeah, it really pisses them off. <laughs> <laughs> For reasons. Uh, and then what's happening in the uh, Elm of Plain? I didn't write any notes. Something's happening in Tom and Head. I don't think I had any notes on that either. 
my next note was they reached the Amaranth's chambers. Hmm. I think they do, uh, maybe they just mentioned there's unrest, but I think that's that's again that's foreshadowing for later on. Um, yes, yeah, they just, I think they might just mention there's a bit of um, unrest going. Lord dump. Oh yeah, no, because um, the Elm of Plain is always at war with its neighbor, isn't it? Or like they're they're always fighting over the bit in the middle. If I remember rightly, it's a big. I mean, lack of a better term, it is a big open plain area. Yeah, and I guess it's a lot of contention for who owns the rights to that yeah. land, and, and yeah. battles have been fought. A lot blood has been spilled over the rights to the the Almoth yeah. plain. I think it's all been kind of calm recently, and it's all beginning to get stirred up again. Anyway, yeah. So we reached the Amarin. You saying it's the calm lands? <sighs> I'm not not getting on that fucking chocobo. And I'm not. Final Fantasy reference. I'm Sorry, not guys. Popping those balloons. Sorry, I'm right at the end of ten. Yeah, I did that like three. I did that like two that. times, and I and literally verbally yelled, "Fuck this shit." Yeah, I'm. I I literally I did the bit I needed to do to get whatever that thing was in the temple next to it with the chocobo, and I'm like, I would rather put this bird out the take it round the back. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that fucking chocobo mini game in Final Fantasy X. Sucks. Give you a little quick for those who don't know. Give you a quick backstory. Uh, the game is Final Fantasy X, and there is a uh, mini game where you have to ride a chocobo, which is a large chicken, across a field, <laughs> popping balloons while avoiding birds. Right, you guys think and you guys think is... the Wheel of Time is convoluted? <laughs> Rob's just described well, riding a, a giant chicken. Many videos. <laughs> there's many videos that explain how this is just a horrible mini game. It's the controls are shit. The com the, the 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 birds come at you randomly and will just mess you up. And to to get the ultimate final final level of this mini game, you have to post a score of zero, literally zero. <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna happen. So for every balloon you pop, they reduce your final time. So you have to pop as many balloons, but getting through the course as fast as you can without hitting any birds. Welcome to the Talavera, the Final Fantasy podcast. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Welcome to the Tavirin podcast, a podcast where you have to dodge lightning bolts two hundred times in a yeah, row. Yeah, yeah. Basically, I've got to yeah because I've got to review this for uh, <laughs> the after years soon. Uh, but I've got to the end. I've got to the end game now, and it's all post game content. And I actually put a thing out on the Discord saying, "Is there anything decent to do at the end of this game?" And the answer is no. So <laughs> I'm very disappointed. It is a good game, and not to go too far into this tangent, but Final Fantasy X is a good game. I do recommend it to people who are interested in the series it's a good it's a good gateway game to the series yeah the goods the highs are very high and the lows are very low yes um i didn't do much post game um i have my i have my own story with how i ended up having to finally beat the game i had to call on on zen zen what was it, zen mato oh yeah so you uh zen you, you a couple the, times yeah, uh, yojimbo Yojimbo then Yojimbo, went to death yes. with his Emoto technique. Yeah, he, he, like instant without, death. without the Yojimbo, I would not have been able to beat the game because I took myself into a spot where I was not leveled high enough and I had to go back and get something. But the place <laughs> that going back was barred by one of the dark Aeons, uh, quote unquote. See, I haven't even got Yojimbo And I had to Yojimbo him to get past it. See, I haven't got Yojimbo yet, but I'm also, I'm not going to fight any of the dark Aeons. Screw that shit. Anyway, let's get back. Uh, where was we? <laughs> <laughs> we were about to, we were re- approaching the door to the Amaran seat. Oh, yes, the Amaran seat. So uh, we finally reached the Antrum, uh, the Anteroom, whatever it's called, <laughs> where Paul Rudd stands. Anti chamber, <laughs> the chamber that's not a chamber. Yes. Oh, sorry, anti. Sorry, I read that as ant. So I just assumed Paul Rudd was going to be there. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Look at you bringing up Paul Rudd. Good job. Boom. Give me some love, people. <laughs> fuck, fuck you, Paul Rudd. He's not You're all bad. Uh, 
Um, and we meet several more Ace Sedai, including uh, Verin Mafrin. I love Verin. I love Verin. She's one of my favourite characters in this series. Um, uh, we don't know that yet. Sarah Fairley? Serafina? Serafina? No. No, not Serafina. Mm-hmm. Serafina's someone else. I'm drinking some Serafina water right now. It's very uh, good. And Alana. Alana. Wow. Do you know, when I read this, when I say read, when it was read to me via my ears, um, I didn't clock Alana. <laughs> And I've just remembered who she is. Uh, wow. Oh yeah. The, well, that's 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 this is one of those <sighs> things where if you read it a second time and you come to this scene, you're like, oh shit, oh shit, yeah, oh, man. And you're just pointing at each of the names, like, oh, oh, oh. Like Verin is a very much uh, uh, talked about character in the Wheel of Time series. Um, but Alana, no one ever talks about Alana. Alana is as well uh, for, yeah. for for reasons. Oof, wow. But and I've got no idea. Who the last yeah. one is Carolina. Uh, Carolina? Uh, I can flip the book if I want to. But, yeah. <laughs> nope. And then also, I, I've done, but I'm lazy. Also, but more importantly for this scene, we have uh, uh, Leanne, the Keeper of the Chronicles. Yes. Yes. She's also blue, Is isn't that she? Spiderwick Chronicles. Don't know why she's keeping. Don't know why she's keeping <laughs> that book. It was all right. It was the best. Oh gosh. <laughs> Keeper of Chronicles. Uh, I, see, I go. I'll go Chronicles. That's a, a Rush album. <laughs> Rush's greatest uh, the, hits. Chronicles. Uh, the Gods from the North. Anyway. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, well, what's so all we do? So uh, yes, and she she leads Moraine into the next room where the Amarillin seat awaits. Well, even real quick, Moraine comes into the room. She sees all these sisters of different Ajas doing individually random things, and she greets the entire room and gets squata in return. <laughs> and that's is one of those like. She's like, oh, like rough. things must be a lot worse than I than I thought. Like pretty fly for a white guy, isn't it? <laughs> hey, hobbies! <laughs> yeah, she walks in. She goes, sisters, made the day fare thee well, and she does this whole big, grand, grandiose welcome, and she basically gets meh as as a return. Sup, my people? <laughs> I know. Sup, peeps? <laughs> what? What? Moraine in the house. <laughs> God, we are definitely we definitely Blue grew up in the nineties. You could tell this guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah we get we get to meet Leanne the keeper of the chronicles and she quickly ushers Moraine in to see mother mother yes uh Swain uh, uh Swan Sanche Swan that's Sanche. how I think I go with it <laughs> Swan Sanche uh, so yeah. Swain Sanchez yeah and um <laughs> <laughs> the second baseman for the Arizona Cardinals, so Swain Sanchez. <laughs> yeah, right, that, that's canon now. So Swain Sanchez. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> uh, and yeah, so she she starts to speak first of all. She starts talking about her journey up to Faldara because you know Moraine says, mm-hmm. "What the fuck are you doing here?" <laughs> Basically. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I mean, well, first it's all pomp, you know, kiss the ring, kneel before mother. How fair the. Um, how fair the flame. We learned that that the yeah we will learn that you know we learned that um, it's bright and itchy. Was born. I need some cream. Um. Oh god. <laughs> yep. Sorry, Carol. Come on now. <laughs> she was born and raised in Tyr. Uh, she was not noble born, but comes from a fisherman's family, as we will be reminded of that until the end of time. <laughs> yes, until the end. And I've actually went ahead, and I'm going to start another counter. Uh, sw- sw- oh god, now you got me doing it. Sanchez. Swan Sanchez. <laughs> Fishing references. Good fishing references. I like that one. And I think I'm already up to like seven or eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, she she loves but her fish. That woman. 
She loves her fishing metaphors. She does. <laughs> um, actually, this is actually I, I take it back. This is this is where we find out that Elida has left her post in Camelot and has followed Elaine Tarvel on. Ah, okay. So because uh, Moraine also mentions as well that she's got the two girls who can channel with her. Yes. <clears throat> well, let's not get too too. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we. Yeah, we should. Okay. It's all about <laughs> politics now. Moraine instantly fires back with, well, I have nine even Eggwing. And they are, they are just as powerful. Just as powerful. <laughs> so if and Elaine even decides to take I the can red. Do better. I can do anything right. better than you. So it's, it's all politics. So <laughs> <laughs> even if Elaine decides to take the red, I got two in the po- I got two in my back pocket. Don't worry about it. We're good. We're good. We're, we're better than great. We're good. So. <laughs> next next topic it seems that um elida is also coming to tarvalon to snitch on moraine yes it seems moraine has been harboring a dangerous Tavaren boy <laughs> i think the point the point to take from that is that a single person is mentioned like as in yeah. you're harboring a Tavaren boy yeah, a very Tavaren not three boy. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, very unruly. And Moraine's just like cracks her fingers. Well, actually, <laughs> now that you mention it, <laughs> now that you mention, she's yeah, got one girl it. who can really channel, and I've got two. She thinks I've got one Tarvir, and I've got three. <laughs> <laughs> and loyal and Rand. I've got some crazy Tarvir and deals going on this week. <laughs> Not just one Tarvir, oh not just two. <laughs> Wacky. You get a Tarvir and you get a Tarvir and you get a Tarvir and. <laughs> Wacky flatable and total. Oh, man. <laughs> Whatever it is. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Moraine's just loving this. She's just one-upping everyone. <laughs> yes, I know. Um, next on the docket, more politics. As news from Tarvalon includes Green Sisters had aligned with Red in this sort of um, uh, movement to try and get Moraine punished, reestablished in another, in another area. <laughs> they want her reassigned, I mean, reassigned. And that comes as a shock because historically the greens have always aligned with the blues. Mm. But everyone's really pissy with Moraine at the moment. <laughs> everyone's like, what are you letting this woman do? She's just kind of running off willy-nilly, doing her own thing, interrupting this and that. And maybe she needs to go off into a, you know, go go tend a garden somewhere and, you know, be reprogrammed as as yeah, but one way to they, put it as basically well. Basically, they just want her back at the tower so people can keep an eye on her because nobody trusts what she's doing. Exactly. Nobody knows what she's doing. That's why. Apart from we find out one person. <laughs> exactly. So it's like we they, they want you out. They want you under the care of the Red and basically a death sentence, a non-violent death sentence because her life would end as she knows it if that was to happen. And it's at this point that, uh, you know, after... All, after all this speak of uh, politics and everything, that uh, Shuane, uh, Shuane, oh, fuck, Shuane, I'm gonna read it. Shuan. Oh my god, is that, dude. Is that the Shuan? Is that the band that had uh, Billy Corgan in it? Swan. <laughs> I like, think you know what. I think you're right, but I really went to um, Wayne's World. Shwing. Shwing, shwing. Oh no, see, I went for the terrible version of the Smashing Pumpkins band. Um, yeah, he did. Yeah, his side prod, Billy God. Corgan's side yeah, prod. Imagine smashing pumpkins, but happy. It's just not good. <laughs> it's just not good. Um, but yeah, she asked the keeper to leave, which is really, really like against etiquette. And even Moraine mentions, "Ah, oh, fuck! Everyone's going to be talking about this." Yeah, why are you here, personally? Yes, you know they get. She, you know, it's very rare people have a one-on-one with the with with mother. Um, oh yeah. So 
without the keeper. Yeah, without the keeper there. So she reckons, oh my god, rumor's going to spread like wildfire now. But yeah, apparently, um, after she leaves and she makes like a big formal exit without 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 much question either, uh, we find out that mm-hmm. uh, Shuane and uh, Shuang 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 uh, and Moraine are actually old friends. They're old yeah, buddies. And before Shuane became uh, the mother the uh, of the Amarillin Sea. Uh, she actually used to be of the Blue Ajar, and uh, they were novices together. And so they have like Correct. a big, yeah, Shuane just sort of like walks up to her, doesn't she, all formal, and then just cuddles her. He goes, oh, Moraine, give me a big cuddle. Oh, you old so-and-so. What have you up to, you dirty scoundrel? You've been causing me loads of problems you have back in the, back in the bloody tower. <laughs> but but she is glad to see that she has put her undying faith. They, they're old friends and who have put undying faith in each other to see that the quote-unquote blue cause is seen to completion. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as we get later into books, we'll learn each Aja has their own area of expertise. Yep, like the brown sort of like appar- nature guys. <laughs> I love the brown guys. Yeah, well, apparently the blue is to go to random cities and, and scoop up all the uh, farm boys. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's what they do. <laughs> we collect the farm boys. That's what we do here. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're going to come with me. But yeah, but it's, it's, in, it's a really interesting conversation that they have because they both sort of relax a bit. And it's kind mm-hmm. of also very contrasting between the two, because obviously Moraine, as we found out, grew up amongst um, you know nobility, and you know Shuane very much comes from you know the gutter, <laughs> as it was. I mean, and the way they make, yeah, the fisherman community. Let's not get too too. I know, but she, she the way she talks about stuff, it does sound like she might have been a bit of a street urchin at the same time. <laughs> streetwise, yeah, let's very put it that very way. streetwise. So you know they come from two opposite ends of the spectrum. But you can tell that they're great friends. But even like Shuan just starts seems to talk like even as you're reading the book, you can almost suddenly hear like her formality just suddenly turns into oh white governor. Oh, yeah. Just goes very you can almost feel her becoming like very <laughs> relaxed and yep. her accent sort of almost relax and changes into whatever her natural accent would be. Um, exactly. But we still can't really discover what they're bloody planning together. Because they both talk in we tongues. Just know that there is a plan yeah. and you know, we've taken away that the White Tower is not as pristine as it gives off the um, feeling of. The numbers are dwindling. Um, mm. Maybe they're running a lot of smoke, more smoke and mirrors than we realize. Yeah, and they're very uh, there's worried about definitely, what doing. <laughs> definitely dissent within the ranks. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think even because, um, yeah, they, they talk about their plan and what they're doing. Um and then Shuane actually says to Moraine, like, Moraine, if anyone, even Leanne, discovers what we're planning, we'll both be stilled. And do you know what? I can't say they'd be wrong to do it. <laughs> so even she's like, what we're doing. And so, yeah, so we don't know what they're doing. We don't know why they're doing it. But we know that they consider it important enough to do. But also... At the risk of yeah, everything. Looking, but also looking at themselves from the outside, they realise what they're doing is horrifically wrong for some reason. So we've just got all these, yeah. like... What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you know, having read the book, I know what they're talking about. But <laughs> what the fuck are you talking exactly. about, girl? This is so convoluted. <laughs> uh, you're just leaving me guessing, and that's pretty much yeah. where the chapter but comes. If you're a first-time reader. You're like, shit's happening. Yeah, it's just like, well, and what are these two planning? What are these two planning? And then it's like, yeah, next chapter. Exactly. <laughs> You'll find out in seven books' time. Um, <laughs> oh my god! And in seven books and a prequel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and that basically calls an end to our summoned chapter, where we summoned Ifrit. I mean, uh, we got summoned to the the Amarin Seeks office, and that leads into next week's chapter, which will be the Shadow in Shadow Shinavar. in Shinavar. Uh, Shin- 
which will leave us now. Sha 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 which will leave us now with re- readings with rubber. <laughs> dun dun dun. And now, the Taviren present to you readings with Rob. Chapter four, summoned. For a long moment, the Amerlin met Maureen's gaze, then nodded slowly. Leave us, Leanne. I would talk to my daughter Marina alone. There was only a moment's hesitation before Leanne said, As you wish, mother. Maureen could feel her surprise. The Amerlin gave few audiences without the keeper present, especially not to a sister she had reason to chastise. The door opened and closed behind Leanne. She would not say a word in the anteroom of what had occurred inside, but the news that Moraine was alone with the Amerlin would spread through the Aes Sedai in Faldara like wildfire through a dry forest, and the speculation would begin. As soon as the door closed, the Amerlin stood, and Moraine felt a temporary tingle in her skin as the other woman channeled the One Power. For an instant, the Amerlin seat seemed to her to be surrounded by a nimbus of bright light. I don't know that any of the others have your old trick, the Amerlin said, lightly touching the blue stone on Maureen's forehead with one finger. But most of us have some small tricks remembered from childhood. In any event, no one can hear what we say now. Suddenly, she threw her arms around Maureen, a warm hug between old friends. Maureen hugged back as warmly. You are the only one, Maureen, with whom I can remember who I was. Even Leanne always acts as if I had become the stole and the staff, even when we were alone, as if we'd never giggled together as novices. Sometimes I wish we still were novices, you and I. Still innocent enough to see it all as a gleeman's tale comes true. Still innocent enough to think we would find men. They would be princes, remember? Handsome and strong and gentle. Who could bear to live with women of an Aes Sedai's power? Still innocent enough to dream of the happy ending to the Gleeman's tale. Of living our lives as other women do, just with more than they. We are Aes Sedai Swan. We have our duty. Even if you and I had not been born to channel... Would you give it up for a home and a husband, even a prince? I do not believe it. That is a village good wife's dream. Not even the greens go so far. The Amerlin stepped back. No, I would not give it up. Most of the time, no. But there have been times I envied that village good wife. At this moment, I almost do. Moraine. If anyone, even Leanne, discovers what we plan, we will both be stilled. And I can't say they would be wrong to do it. That was Readings with Rob. If there's a passage in an upcoming chapter you wish to have read on the podcast, simply tweet us at Pod with your request. There you go. What a fabulous reading with Rob. I do, I do love your Moraine accent. <laughs> Thank you. Thank <laughs> it you. is a pleasure. You're welcome. Basically, in that one, you had to do all women. So I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I just took like narration. <laughs> just, but yeah, I really no. I would never. Do I really that. hope you go full like you know, uh, Victorian Cockney for Xian. <laughs> 
Oh, I got uh, that. Oh, I got that. I caught this fish the other day and I had to gut it. And I'll gut you like a fish if you're not careful, Moraine. <laughs> it just smells like yes, last week's fish stew. Oh, anyway, that was quite... Um, yeah, I, I, I like the fact that he... Robert Jordan in this chapter switched and we got Moraine's point of view again. Like you say, we got a brief brief smell of that in, in the last book. Smell? Why do you go smell? Choice um, of words is just... I love this it. This is great, isn't it? Uh, so <laughs> we yeah. got a brief thing of that before, but it's good to see that he's starting to do that. And obviously, you know, we're going to get a lot more point of views changing oh, yeah. going forward. Very Rand heavy, the first book. The later books, he's all over the place with people. Makes sense. Um, yeah. But yeah. That's pretty much it, really. I mean, um, you know, guys, if you're out there in podcast land, please rate and review us on your podcasting apps. Otherwise, you're going to have to listen to Billzig again next week. Billzig will be released once again upon the world. Yes. <laughs> Release the Billzig! Oh, oh shit, the Kraken's out That's there. That's exactly what it's like. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, dun. And if you do want to reach out to us on social media <laughs> and get a slow response, uh, you can reach out to us uh, on Twitter at Tarviran Podcast uh, at Tarviran Pod. Uh, again, join the Discord, and uh, we'll link you to better Discords. <laughs> 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 uh, again, sad but true. Yeah. Uh, we are part of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network, and we are currently running the Podcasters Assemble season, going through the James Bond films, and we are getting to the business end now. Uh, we've just released Goldeneye, so next up will be Tomorrow Never Dies, and we're going to go through all the uh, James Bond films until the new James Bond film comes out uh, in a few weeks. Well, I think it's been delayed again, which fucking sucks for uh-huh. our schedule, which we had to start months ago because there's so many fucking Bond films. <laughs> I am really getting Bond. Well, it was supposed to be just the Daniel Craig ones. Yeah, originally. But then when they got bumped, we're like, well, let's just do them yeah. all. We were like, actually, we've got the exact amount right of weeks to do all of them. <laughs> and then it's just like, oh, we've delayed oh, it again. Fucking hell, man. Uh, <clears throat> Someone probably knew about this podcast and they're like, no, 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 they're not going to time this right. <laughs> Delay. Um, yep, and you can also find us on uh, YouTube if you are so inclined. Although we haven't released any of season two on YouTube yet. I need to get off my ass and do that at some point. <laughs> but all of, the, all of the whole of the first season is on YouTube if you are, if you know, if that's what you have access to. Uh, so su- subscribe and join the conversation there. So there's so many places, people, where you can show the love for the podcast. Mostly, just listen to us. I see the figures. I know you're all out there. I know I know you six people are listening. <laughs> I know. Hi, Joe. The one guy from Utah. Hi, Joe. Yeah, I've seen you download it six times. <laughs> um, and yeah, and also we have a Patreon as well where you'll get early access to the episodes and a few other little bonus content things that we throw out, including... A little bonus, yeah, little, little bonus things yeah, here. Yeah, I've got my uh, Don't you, 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 tellings of the wheel. Uh, there's a few exclusive you, ones on there as well. And there's also... Don't you owe us another tellings? Uh, do I? I can't. I don't mm. think I do. I might do. Oh, no? I thought... Uh, well, maybe we can discuss that later. <laughs> yeah. but uh, I thought I thought we came across a good third one. I've done a third one somewhere along the way. No, I've done the what? third one. The third one is the exclusive oh. one on Patreon. I can't remember what it well, is. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, that's there. Uh, I pay attention. <laughs> yes. Uh, so links links below as usual, or you know, if you are on Patreon dot com, you can just search for Tarvir and Podcast, and uh, yeah, just throw a bucket to us. The uh, bucket to us if you fancy it, uh, if you like the show. Anyway, I'm gasping for a drink, man. This uh, this went way longer than and I was And OnlyFans.com uh, slash Bill for pics of yeah. Bill's feet. B- Bill's JRPG adventures and other feet. 
<laughs> it's a long one. Oh yeah, I started a new podcast. I forgot about that. Yeah, guys, uh, I'm doing a podcast called Bill's JRPG Adventures and Other Trappings, where it's uh, it's basically a home for me to just release my crazy nonsense that I like to do every now and then, rather than starting a new podcast each time. I just started a podcast of nonsense. Um, but also, I am planning as well, as part of my JRPG adventures, of releasing uh, reviews of games that were never released in English. So, you know, they've been fan translated. So, you know, I'm doing, uh, yeah, RPGs that were fan translated. So, yeah, just, you know, it's me. I'm being crazy again. Uh, you know, that's what, podcast 16 now? <laughs> Sorry about that. Basically, basically this, just tangent, tangent cast. Tangent cast, yeah. Anyway, um, I've, yeah, I really need a drink and uh, I've got Rich's wallet. He left it here. Yes. It's been sitting here for months. Hold on, I'm holding this pile of clothes. Egwene's leading me down the hallway. Shh. Oh, no, she's trying to undo your belt. Stop her. Stop her. <laughs> I can't. I'm holding all these clothes. Stop it. Stop it. All right, then, guys. No, I'm not going into the women's chamber. Stop it. <laughs> I'll see you on the next wheels weaving. <laughs> Take care, guys. We will see you next week. Yes. Oh, no. Uh, well, one of us will. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> me? <laughs> me? Yeah, I'll see you. I'll see you. Me. I, no? I, oh, yeah, it's you. Is it you next week? Yeah, you'll see Rob <laughs> next week, and I'll see you in two weeks. Bye, guys. C. Where, where, what camera? C. Camera left. Camera oh, A. There's some pants on there. Camera B. <laughs> camera camera season. Camera season. All right. <laughs> Bye, guys. All right, guys. Bye. As we march further on into the adventures of the Great Hunt, we take a quick peek into each of the minds of the three farm boys from Two Rivers to see where their heads are at at the moment. Wow. Perrin is so good talking to women. The way he handled Egwene, I wish I could do that. Man, I wish I was as good at women as Perrin. Man, Rand seems to know what he's talking about with them women. I wish I was able to be as good talking with women as he is. Man, I see Rand and I see Perrin and Lewith, they're talking to women. Boy, I wish I could talk to women like that. The only thing I'm good at is making women mad. I only make women pissed off. Matt really has a way with women. I don't know how he gets away with it, but I wish I had that same ability to talk to women like he does. I can't believe the way Matt talked to that woman. It worked out beautifully. I, I just I just get stuck in my words and, and, and they think I'm just slow, but man, Matt really has a way with the women. This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at ProbablyWork for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com.